Welcome to episode 65, Alone with Jen, Real Facts, No BS. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about increasing loan limits for 2024. Now, what does that mean? What are you talking about, Jennifer? That's what we're going to go over in this episode. Did you know that every year the financing agencies, FHA, the Federal Housing Administration, and the FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Agency, they look at the numbers and they say, hey, there's been inflation, there's been appreciation, increase in the average median home price, and we're raising the loan limits. Now, we're going to talk in this episode about why this is important to you and what this means for your home ownership journey. So, Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jennifer Hernandez. I've helped thousands of people finance homes since 1995. So I'm here to bring you this information today. So welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your go-to weekly source for all you need to know about financing your home. Get ready for a no BS fact-driven journey. I'm Jen Hernandez. I've been a loan officer since 1995 with over 4,600 families financed to date. I love to simplify the most complicated loan questions, making them a breeze to understand. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and should not be taken as legal advice. Thanks for joining. Let's get started. Loan limits for 2024 was announced in November and enacted on January 1. So there's two types of areas. There's average areas, which are most of the states, and then there's high cost areas. Usually those are on the coast, like California, and then on the other coast, the East Coast, New England, Boston, New York, New Jersey, those are generally high cost areas. If you live in a high cost area, you will probably know it. So I will put some links to what I'm going to talk about in the notes for this episode. But the limits increased this year to 2024. If you're getting a conventional loan, which are harder to qualify for, you've got to have a higher credit score, you've got to have a little bit lower debt to income ratio. That's the dynamics of those kinds of loans. The max loan amount is $766,550 for a one unit property. Now, if you're getting a two, three, or four unit property, if you're an investor and you're buying a multi-unit, the amounts are higher. So again, I'm going to put that link down in the show notes. I'm not going to talk too much about that because most people are getting the lower loan amounts. So the 766550 doesn't mean that that's the sales price. That means that's the loan amount. So if you're going to be getting, let's see, I'm going to bring out my calculator here. If you're going to be purchasing a home and you want to put 3% down, you can 766 550 divided by 0.97. That means that you can have a purchase price of 790,000, put down 3% and have a loan of 766,550. Like that's amazing. So that's what that means. It means that your loan amount cannot exceed that limit. Now, it can exceed that limit. You're just in a different category of loans, which we call a jumbo loan, which means higher down payment a lot stricter guidelines because it's just so much money at stake. So you can buy almost an $800,000 house and put as little as 3% down if you're a first-time buyer. If you're a second-time buyer, that amount is 5%, which means, just doing my calculation here, which means you can buy an $806,000 house and put 5% down and have a loan within those limits. That's pretty cool. Now, on the other spectrum, 
let's say you're going to get an FHA loan. Now, those limits are lower. FHA doesn't have as high of limits. Federal Housing Administration, these are loans that are more dictated and more governed by the government. They are easier to qualify for. They make homeownership possible for more people in the lower income areas. And that's probably why there's a limit because people are like, you know, if you can afford a $700,000 house, I don't know if you fit our profile. It's, it's just their profile. So lower credit scores, higher debt to income ratio. That's usually the reason that someone is purchasing with an FHA loan. Now for 2024, that maximum loan amount is 498,257. Like, why don't they just round it up? That's what I've always wanted to know for all these years. I've been like, you know, why don't they just say 500,000? Why don't they say 498,300? Why do they have to have this number 498,257? So there's this math that's done when they're crunching the numbers and they say this is the exact median home price in the U.S. based on last year's numbers. So there you have it. So on an FHA loan, you can put as little as 3.5% down. You don't have to be a first-time home buyer. And you can get, that's a price of $516,000. Take away 3.5% and that leaves you with the loan below that amount of $498,257. That's like incredible. A 516 house putting 3.5% down. Now FHA does have some restrictions. You know, FHA, you can only have one FHA loan at a time. It definitely must be your primary residence. And so those are a couple of the restrictions. Obviously, there's lower limits on your loan amount. But FHA loans are cool. You can get a co-signer to help you qualify. You know, usually people have just had a hard time with credit or to live in the area that they need to live. They need to max up their debt to income ratio. So that's a lot of the reason why people go to FHA loans. Now, USDA loans, which is United States Department of Agriculture fall into the same category. So USDA FHA loans are under those max conforming limits of the 498257. If you're in a high cost area, if you click on the link in the episode notes below, over 1.1 million is your amount for a high cost area. That's pretty incredible. So the last loan that I'll talk about is a VA loan. The VA veteran loans allow you to put 0% down up to a certain amount, and they mirror the conforming loan amount limit. So 766550 is a max 100% loan for a veteran. In some cases, you can go 100% loan up to $2 million, which is pretty incredible. If it's a second time usage, they'll they'll limit you, you know, over 766550 If you're buying a house more expensive than that, then you do have to put a little bit of money down. Not much, but you have to put a little bit. If you're in a high cost area, that amount, again, mirrors the conforming loans of over 1.1 million, which is pretty incredible. So I'll put these links down in the show notes, but I hope that this episode really explains to you how the system works every year. It's identified, hey, the home prices are going up and we're going to therefore increase the loan limits for that year. So this will happen again in November and next it'll come out, it'll be announced. And then next January of 2025, there'll be a higher amount. In my 28 year career, Since 1995, I have only had two years where the amount didn't increase. We had a couple of years there. I think it was around the mortgage meltdown, like 08, 09, that 
you know, values were going a little bit backwards. And so they didn't increase, but that's it. I mean, in 28 years, two times it stayed stagnant. That's pretty incredible. So there you have it. Please let me know some comments, my contact information. If you're in Texas and you need some help, I'm happy to advise. I can also point you to the right direction to some trusted lenders in other states. So contact me on the information in my show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today for this short and quick episode about loan limits increasing for 2024. Good luck with your home search. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.